Warning, this podcast contains adult content, including frank discussions of sex and lots and lots of swear words. Enjoy! (laughs) Hello, and welcome to our very first uh, podcast, and our first recording of this podcast, uh, Fuck, Marry, Kill, Lit. My name is Claire. And I'm Neil. And welcome aboard, everybody. Welcome. This is so exciting. This is very exciting. Um, today, the books we're going to talk about are Captive Prince by P.S. Pacat. C.S. Pacat. C.S. Pacat. C.S. Pacat. Pacat. And <laughs> Devil in Spring by Lisa Claypass. Sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Should we start over? No. Okay. No, this is us. <laughs> this is who we are. We, flaws and all. We must give ourselves to the people. Oh, I already have. <laughs> you slut. <laughs> um. Anyway, but before we get into that, Neil, what has gotten you hot and bothered this week? So I know this is going to be really cheesy to say, but I'm all hot and bothered about this podcast. Oh my god. We've been talking about it for a while. We've read these books. We're like ready to go. I've been like jonesing for this. So I'm really excited. Oh, so you don't actually read romance novels on a regular basis. No, not at all. No, and this is so this is your this, first. This was my first. But do you read erotica or No. No. So that you've not like delved in. No. Wow. Well now we have. <laughs> as the listeners will discover. Deep. You're doing a deep dive. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So you're well, not super. No, deep no, no. This but week. you're like a romance virgin, then. Sure, sure, sure. We're popping your romance book cherry. Mm-hmm. Well, that's exciting. That was so clever. Yeah. So Claire, what's got you hot and bothered? <laughs> well, I had a very good Twitter week. Great. Which is, uh, I feel like, an important thing that happens to people because normally I think everybody has nothing but bad Twitter weeks. Fair. And then when you get a good one, you feel like you want to hold on to it and hold mm-hmm. it dear. Um, Fox News put out this, uh, I don't know, this uh, article saying that the end of the world was coming, that Uh Christian numerologists said that it was coming on September 23rd, and the comment section, the replies, was the best. It was the best in the whole world. Everybody right away just said they were unavailable. And could we push it off? And every successive (laughs) one was just pushing it off further. I think last time I checked my phone, it was like uh 2253 or something like but somebody's not free that summer so (laughs) it has to be rescheduled again it is kind of my favorite thing and every two minutes my phone kind of buzzes with a new date for the apocalypse great based on everybody's availability great (laughs) did you imagine that that poll of like, hey guys, when's everyone, everyone in the world, when are you free for the apocalypse? That's just what a nightmare <laughs> oh, that would be. I mean, I have a hard time scheduling two or three people. Right. What, scheduling everyone in the world? Right. For the, uh, for the apocalypse? For the apocalypse. And that's a big, like, that's a whole day. And it's, you have to block out a whole day in you your calendar. Can, yeah, you can't, like, and of course you know something's going to come up last minute. Right, right. It's usually mom stuff. Like suddenly yeah. you have to go down to Pasadena. Yeah. Or somebody was like, oh, hey, it's my birthday, and I forgot to invite anyone to my birthday thing until tonight. Right, but also if you don't come, I'm going to be really super hurt. Right. And then the next time I see you, I'm making the face. Those people are assholes. I hate people with birthdays. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Uh, Good. Well. Shall we? Yeah, let's get into these. 
these let's, books. Let's uh, climb into bed with these books. What we should say is, so um, <laughs> we we switch off who's pick, going to be picking the books. Yes. And this time I picked both of them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to talk about why I picked these. Um, Devil in Spring. I picked this one specifically because of the book jacket, the back. I mean, the, the book covers are always amazing. Yeah. But um, this one's a... I don't know, pretty standard, run-of-the-mill, um, Regency-esque sort of romance novel where there's a beautiful woman on the cover in some beautiful dress. So it's it, like mostly period. It's not sure. period at all. It's period inspired. It's barely. <laughs> um, but it is a pretty cover. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't pick it for that. I picked it for the back of the, the book. And then... So we're going to try to theme these things, but since this was our first one out, honest to God, and I, I am a very straight white lady, and I have never ventured into the LGBTQ romance section. Oh. So I didn't know where to start. And Fair. honestly, there's so much out there. Yep. So I just kind of blindly ran my hand into Amazon and just let it pick for me. Right. And so what happened was... Dear algorithms. (laughs) Oh, and it has given me joy. Yup. Captive Prince came up, and so we picked that one. Which just sounds so exciting. Yeah. No, honestly, the title was like, Mm -hmm. okay. And then... Know, to tell you the truth, the it sounded like fun. Yeah, uh, you know, after and reading it, they're both kind of like Devil and Spring, Captive Prince. It's like kind of rakish, yeah, piratey. Even though there are no pirates, like it sounds piratey. We definitely have to do pirates. We should do pirates. We should do pirates. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, but let's go ahead and I think why don't we get started with Devil and Spring? Uh-huh. Um, I'll introduce it. I'm going to read the book jacket, and then you can say kind of what really happens what really happens, what really happens. um so an eccentric wallflower most debutantes dream of finding a husband lady pandora ravenel has different plans the ambitious young beauty would much rather stay at home and plot out her new board game business than take part in the london season but one night at a glittering society ball she's ensnared by a scandal with a wickedly handsome stranger a cynical rake. After years of evading marital traps with ease, Gabriel Lord St. Vincent has finally been caught by a rebellious girl who couldn't be less suitable. In fact, she wants nothing to do with him, but Gabriel finds a high-spirited Pandora irresistible. He'll do whatever it takes to possess her, even if their marriage of convenience turns out to be the devil's own bargain. A perilous plot! After succumbing to Gabriel's skilled and sensuous persuasion, Pandora agrees to become his bride, but but she she soon discovers that their entrepreneurial endeavors have accidentally involved her in a dangerous conspiracy, and only her husband can keep her safe. As Gabriel protects her from their unknown adversaries, they realize their devil's bargain may just turn out to be a match made in heaven. Dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot. There were a lot of ellipses. No, my, this the, whole back cover was ellipses. It's fine. I picked this specifically because it said her new board game business. Yes. And I was like, yes. what? <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah. Um, and then it gives you the whole book. Like, yeah, it doesn't, basically. It doesn't leave anything out, basically. really. This, that's exactly what yeah. happens. Although, please tell. So what really happens is... So it starts out at, at a ball, and, and our, our girl Pandora is, um, 
You know, the wallflower, like it says, she doesn't want to dance. She's so over all of it. Right. She's like, fuck these people. I have better things to do. Like, make board games. Right. But she also sure. can't participate because she has, like, vertigo? Yeah. Or tinnitus. She, she has, like... Tentinitis? Tinnitus. Yes. Like, stress-induced tinnitus. And I was also afraid of the dark. I think that it's has to do with the vertigo. It's a thing. whole, like... Cause... Anyway. Yeah. So it starts with her friend... Who's having an affair? She had a the friend Dolly had a liaison in the gazebo or whatever. Uh-huh. She's like, oh Pandora, I lost my earring, and no one will notice you if you leave. Can you go get it for me so I don't get caught having an affair? Mm-hmm. Pandora goes, gets literally trapped inside a chair, like she climbs through the back of a chair and gets stuck there. Which, and I can tell no reason why she didn't go around. <clears throat> Or moved it? it seemed, I don't know. I don't know. It seemed to be in I the think, middle of the room. To be fair, I think it was like a love seat. Yes. And it has like a lot of heavy, like, it was probably heavy. Yeah. I will give her that. Yeah. Also, she's corseted. She can't breathe. Like, who knows? Anyway, so she's literally trapped in this piece of furniture, like through the back of the piece of furniture. Uh-huh. And our, our guy, Gabriel St. Vincent, Lord St. Vincent comes in. Um, to help her out of being stuck in a chair. Right. People happened upon them and they're like, oh, scandal. <laughs> Lots of whisker bristling. And then they have to get married. They have to get married. Although, I think the nice thing is they have a nice weekend away. Yes. To get well, to know each the other. The thing that I find interesting is for being such a rake, right away, Gabriel's like, well, I have to marry her. It's the right thing to do. Right. What sort right of goddamn away. rake is he? He's an awful rake. He's a pussy rake. He's, he's kind of a pussy rake. Right. Um, I would also have to say, I, what I despise, like, and I read romance, I, I read Regency. Like, that's sort of my jam. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it gets exhausting at exactly how many lords and ladies there really are in England in these books. There's so many. There's like hundreds. They're just floating around. That's all there are. This one's a lord. That one's a lady. This one's... And I'm like, no, that's not actually the way you are. There's not everybody. Everybody interesting. Every, everybody worth talking yeah, about. Yeah, but everybody in that whole... Like, every time they mentioned somebody, they were a lord. I know. It's, oh, here's so-and-so lord saying blah blah and also incorrectly, yeah. like Gabriel introduces his younger brother. He's like, here's so-and-so Lord of this. No, he's not. If you and your dad are both still alive, which they are, right. your young brother so, is not a Lord of anything. See, but I think the problem was Gabriel's name might be Gabriel Lord St. Vincent. His last name may be Lord St. Vincent. Mm. So he may be Lord Gabriel Lord St. Vincent. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I could be. I'm Who probably knows? way wrong. Who knows? Anyway, so... They have to get married. But then on top of that, Pandora, her parents are dead. So she is in the care of her cousin, Devin, and his wife, Kathleen, who are actually nice people, which is unusual for Regency stuff. Right. Well, she they are nice people, but they rescued her from her abusive parents. Yes, she did have abusive, an abusive father. Well, I mean, negligent. her mom, her mom, yeah, negligent mother. Sure. Um, which is maybe the cause of her tinnitus. Yeah, it, it absolutely was for sure. Cause he beat the shit out of her one day. Oh, that's right. He hit her on the side of the, anyway. Which was the most, which caused the most disturbing next scene when she tells that to Gabriel. And he's like, I want to kill your father. And I'm like, don't marry a man who no. said they want to kill also, people. Also, he's already dead. You're too late, honey. And he, he says that too. He's like, I want to like pull him from his grave or something and it would if I could and it's like no oh, how don't con- how convenient you want to beat up the guy who's already dead right that but empty also, promises Gabriel Lord ladies, St. Vincent ladies don't marry people who say they want to kill people right I'm just especially throw if they're already dead there. be no. like I want to re-kill your father to, I mean like maybe but don't no this is weird now anyway so 
Devin and Kathleen are like, you don't have to get married if you don't want to. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, like, there's no reason why these two people should get married, except for uh, Pandora's younger, or barely younger twin sister. Right. Um, barely Cassandra. younger. Cassandra. Yes. I think, I think she, they're twins, but Pandora's older. But right. Like, yeah, if anyway. Pandora doesn't marry, Cassandra can't. Consent, Cassandra can't, or... and, like, it, she'll ruin the family name. Nobody will want to be with Cassandra. Also, I just have to point out, the because da- there's another daughter. The daughter's names are Pandora, Cassandra, and Helen. Uh-huh. It does not bode well for anyone ever. No. No. This is going to, this is going to go poorly. Yeah. So, but then they decide, oh, we'll go to Lord Gabriel, Lord St. Vincent's estate for the week or two weeks or month or whatever to, like, get to know each other and see where things go from right. there. And by the way, I have to point out, as much as they should get, they, it says they should get married for proprietary reasons. Right. Nobody gives a fuck. Nobody like, cares. the whole book, everybody, they're like, I have to marry her. And his family's like, no, you don't. Not really. And, even, like, even, she's like, even I Helen... have to get married. And they're like, no, you don't. Yeah. Even <laughs> Helen was like, you really don't have to. Like, we'll figure it out. But, whatever. So then we uh, learn out learn that Lord Gabriel, Lord St. Vincent's family also has, their names are themed. There's Gabriel, Sebastian, Evangeline, and Michael. So uh. they're all angels, except for Gabriel's sister, Penelope. Poor Penelope doesn't get an angel name. Oh, no, she's Greek, that's too. What she, that's what, yeah. <laughs> she's also a well, Greek Well, that's what she gets for having a dead husband. <laughs> Anyway, so they go to the their estate, and of course the two fall in love with each other, even though Pandora's like, but my business! And I, I thought it was absurd up until the point where she's like, when we get married, it's not my business anymore, it's your business. Right. Like, legally, the business become his. I was like, okay. Yeah. I see where you're coming from. Yeah, no, I get you. I genuinely thought that was, that was a good a point well made. Yeah. But I also didn't understand, like, this whole time, like, what board game, though? What board game? What board game? You haven't played this? You haven't talked to us about it? I don't also, know the yeah, rules. Yeah, she mentioned it once up until this point. I'm right. like, that's about it. Right. But anyway, so like the book jacket says, they fall in love. Uh, he goes down on her. Uh-huh. Like, always. Always. Yeah, the first time he's like, because of course she's a virgin. Right. And he goes down on her. And, and she's like, I guess I'll have to. And he's like, no, you don't have to. We're done. Yeah. 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 Was, um, I, I was like, oh. Uh, Naked Dick on page 244, which for me is far too late in the book. But I, You know, I'd have to me. say it is for me, too. Did you find it sexy at all? The sexy? Um, was it a little titling? A little bit. What I found really interesting and not great about this book, even though this is her first time um, having sex and we discover that she's super into it because he calls her a pirate. Because she gets it. Hey, pirates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but she, she's like having a sexual awakening and discovering that she enjoys sex. Good for her. Get it, girl. We never hear her orgasm described ever. <gasps> no, it's just like, don't. this happens. The oh, end. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I also feel in general like the sex was fine. It was fine. I didn't feel like it was sexy. The scene on the way to the beach, though, that was kind of fun. They're in that, like, little... Yeah, the... I got the sense there was sort of, like, a valley between hills on the way to the beach, and they, I don't know, they were fighting or something, I don't even remember, and then they start making out, and it's like, we can't do this here, and in her head, she's like, why the fuck not? Yeah. I was like, good, get it, girl. Good. Good for I, you. What, the scene that I did think was sexy mm-hmm. was at the top, between... Lord St. Lord Gabriel's Lord's parents. Oh, Lord Sebastian, Lord St. Vincent? Yes. Right. 
I thought and uh, Evan, I have it the wasn't bombs. a full Evangeline. Yes, it wasn't a full on sex Lady scene. Evangeline, Lady St. Vincent. Oh my god. I I you know and I'll tell you an honest thing and I don't know for sure, but I think I read the book that those two are from. <gasps> oh, yeah, cuz this is guys, this is part 3 of no. the book 3 of the Revenants. Oh, this series. is part 3 of the Revenants series, but I have to say um everybody in this sounded like they had a book in some other series. They had a too. whole other book. And yeah. Everybody's got a book. Yeah, just the way like Evangeline Lord Gabriel, Lord St. Vincent's mom. Um, the first scene where it like sort of like you get, it hints at a backstory in a way that's like, oh, there's a whole other book that explains why this very sweet woman with a stutter landed this Stone Cold Fox. Yeah. And I would have to say too, I think it must've been easy to write this book because you could just cut and paste from other books yeah. where these people were featured. <laughs> right. But it's fine. It's fine. I'm not, no, not judging. Totally judging. So they get married. Mm-hmm. They run off to the continent. They come back to London. She tells him that he can't see his mistress anymore. He doesn't mind, though. Yeah, he's totally for yeah, it. Yeah, it's fine. It isn't a big deal. Um, there's a blow up. That scene was great. They were at the theater or the opera or something, and Mrs. Black was there. Yes. And she tried to corner her and was like, he's going to get bored of you, bitch. And then Pandora's like, oh... Oh, honey, honey, I feel so bad for you. And then it became a big spectacle. Right, but, the, which but was great. what also happened there, which is very important, mm-hmm. she was stabbed. That, right? Our yeah. lady oh, was stabbed. So we need to go back. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we forgot about the scene at the printing shop. Okay. So this is one of my... I had the huge challenge with this book because the whole time she's like, I want to be a lady in charge of business. And everyone's like, ladies in business? And everybody's really pissed about it. She goes to the warehouse, to the print shop, to talk to them about glue and paper. And <laughs> that was riveting. It was... Oh, my God. And she goes, and who's in charge of that business? But a lady. Mrs. O'Care. Mrs. O'Care. But she's not a lady with a capital L. No. She's She's Irish, so nobody cares what she does. Right. She's just a woman. But, like, the whole time, I'm like... She's just a woman. Like, so your whole feminist... This is... But remember, she had the thing. She was like, I want to find, like, a print shop that is run by a woman, and she was going to pay extra to have women paint it by hand. Yeah. Or whatever. To, like, give... Anyway... So yeah. she goes to the print. This is before the scene with Mrs. Black. Apologies, listeners. So let's take it back a bit. She goes to the print shop, uh, followed by Drago, the bodyguard. Right, who obviously also has his own book. Right, yeah. <laughs> He's a huge dragon he, man. He was a pirate. He had <laughs> he to have been a pirate. pirate. He was a pirate. He has a big scar on his yes. face. He's like seven feet tall. It's great. Oh. Anyway, and he's so he's her bodyguard. Under the insistence of Lord Gabriel, Lord St. Vincent. Right. And so they go to the print shop and Mrs. O'Care is running it and gives her a little tour. Some mysterious man in a black top hat appears. And Mrs. O'Care says, oh, I have to go talk to him now. Very sketchy. And then, but, but she left her paper samples and Pandora has to return the paper samples. She overhears the tail end of a conversation. Mrs. O'Care freaks out. What did you hear? What did you hear? Oh, nothing. I don't know. I was yeah, just looking at yeah, paper. Yeah, she genuinely heard nothing, by the right. way. Right. Absolutely nothing. It was the, so yeah. then I wrote down, like, oh, I wonder if there would be, like, intrigue at the print shop. There's intrigue at the print shop because she gets stabbed. Mrs. O'Care shows up at the opera and stabs her. Yeah, but it was sad face stabs her. Like, she's like, yeah, I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. I have to do I'm this. Sorry. And then, like, stabs her in the clavicle. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, it was definitely like it was she was she was going for the heart, but like it was awkward. She missed 
like everything her, important. Her poor little lady hands couldn't figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> she was. A, she, she she's an Irish woman living in London. She knows how to wield a knife. She's let's a be honest. Terrible Irish terrorist. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely awful. <laughs> don't quit your day job, Mrs. Okay. <laughs> so then we don't hear from Pandora for like three chapters because she's in a coma or something. Yeah, and that's when we see two other people come in who obviously have the next book. Yep, yep, yep. The doctor, the, the doc- lady doctor, the, the lady doctor, the lady doctor, the lady and the doctor. police inspector. Yes. Who's got sad, handsome eyes and oh, is yeah. a Ravenel. Obviously, spoiler oh, alert, everybody. Oh, right. He's a Ravenel. They just don't know it yet. He's a bastard child. He's a, a bastard, bastard. Child. Or like a distant cousin yes, or something. something. Who knows? Anyway, he's very sad about the whole thing. And he and the lady, really, the doctor lady, obviously just want to jump each other's bones right yeah. away. So then she wakes up. Everything is fine, more or less. She's like... Uh, she's sort of... Kept to bed rest for a while. There's one line that I wrote down because I thought it was the most amazing thing ever. Of course, she's going absolutely crazy. She's going stir crazy. And she's like, my board game business. Because mm-hmm. who knows what's happening? And she, she Christmas needs, is on the way. Christmas is on the way. She needs to get it to the to find a new printer so that it can get to Christmas. And it she describes it a little bit. It's basically Monopoly. Yeah. Oh, she describes it a little bit like Monopoly. But then when I heard the name of the game, I was so pissed. What was the name? I don't remember. The name of the game is The Great Department Store Shopping Spree. Oh, yeah. So it's... Um, I was so pissed. Oh, what was that game from the 90s about, like, you go to the mall? Yeah, I don't know. Mall. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and you get, like, a... You have, like, an electronic pager, and it'd be like, sale at the... And you had to get to that store, but, yeah. yeah. Christina, Christine's yeah, nodding. Like she remembers. Yeah, card things. But no, no, no. This was upsetting, because the whole thing the was, like, this feminist push. This feminist spree. push. And suddenly it's like, no, it's just shopping, ladies. It's fine. Get your shopping on. No, yeah. sorry. Go play Whist. <laughs> this board game is not worth it. You will buy it on Christmas thinking go, it's fun, and then you will throw it away the next year. Dress season. up like a man and go play snooker at the pub. Yes, It'll be do fine. that instead. So she's bedridden and just going absolutely crazy, and then she has this line, which I thought was absolutely amazing. My schedule is quite flexible, other than my mid-morning blancmange, which cannot be interrupted for any reason, because she's on a strict diet of blancmange. Which is, and she talks about like, earlier in the book, she's like, what the fuck is it anyway? And then she's like, now I'm fucking sick of it because it's all I get to eat. But then there's a recipe in the back of the book uh-huh. for Blancmange. Which we didn't make for today. Which we both independently thought to make and then didn't have time yeah, for no, it because our lives. lazy bitches. Um, and then that's pretty much it. Right? Yeah. Uh- she gets better. She prints her book. It's a success. The Great Department Store Shopping Spree. They order another book board game. They order another board game. The yeah, end. yeah, and I think like I think we're gonna ha- see this as a running theme in most mm-hmm. of the romance novels we're gonna yeah. read. Honestly, is like this um, is a theme of possession mm-hmm. and like the romantic fantasy of being possessed and cared for and protected. Right. So like and and like how much and then also the fantasy of arguing with your protector, saying I don't need to be protected, but then being protected by them. Right. So it's like this push pull and then also like i don't need your protection and then she got fucking stabbed right and And it's like oh no you were wrong you were wrong lady yeah your your dumb lady brain doesn't understand the danger of the irish the the ira who happened to be working out of the print shop that you went for yeah i i i just and i can't underline how how awful this is like no you shouldn't marry somebody who is so possessive of you that they're going to lock you in the house. Yeah. 
that's not okay. No. It's also not okay to marry somebody who's so possessive of you that they literally break down on their insides, upset about how possessive they are of you. No, yeah. this like you should marry somebody who's like, I think you're great. And then that's the end. Right. Of this. <laughs> Even like, if he does have a cricket bat between his legs. Oh, that's a quote from the book. I know. <laughs> I also can't say how uncomfortable that sounds. <laughs> Yeah, I hope it's not the shape of a cricket. Bat. I know, I know. Like, also, is it the girth? Is it handle first or like oh. bat part first? I know. Does it? How does well it does get it taper? In the middle. Maybe he does. He wield it like a, is if, if he's very good at cricket and he wields it like a cricket bat. Is that a thing that I should worry about? Probably. I don't really understand. I also don't understand cricket. Nobody does. <laughs> no one in the world. No, it's a mystery. No. It's like but magic. But people get so angry about it. So angry. Anyway. Whatever. So, yeah, I found um, this this book was uh, funnier than I thought. It was like pretty tongue-in-cheek in moments, which yes, I really appreciated. Was. There was literal bodice ripping, uh-huh. which I appreciated. Um, oh, my God, that scene where he's like, let's spend some time alone together in the study at midnight. And then she, like, can't make it down the hallway because she's like, it's dark, so I forget how to stand up. Ah. And, like, she's going down, she's like, this is a bad idea. And she literally, like, loses her slipper. And he has to, like, pick her up and carry her to the room and yes. retrieve her slipper. I was just like, oh, God, really? Like, I understand wanting her to have some sort of flaw that puts in a position where she's forced to, like, be vulnerable for him to show that he's protective of her. But one, he's crazy. And two, she literally can't stand up in the dark. Yeah. No. What are we going to do with you, girl? And it was kind of a funny, like, interpretation of the klutzy girl. Yeah. Where we take the klutzy girl, but then give her a reason why she's klutzy. It's because she has incessant forever vertigo. (laughs) But, like, dark and stress-induced. Yeah. Vertigo. Right, because she was abused as a child. Because she got hit. That's real dark. Yeah. And it just, like, comes out of nowhere, too. Well, like, it sort of alludes to, like, oh, because of the thing that happened. I was like, oh, she, like, fell down a wall. No, her dad straight up hit her in the side of the head. Yeah, I'm going to have to say, like, so since you're a newbie to the genre, this is totally a thing. <sighs> Ladies getting beat the shit out of when they were younger mm, is all a thing. But they're still virgins. That. But oh. they're still virgins. <laughs> so it was assault and not rape. Yes. Great. Yeah. There's that to look forward to. Oh, always. So, I think that wraps it up. Uh, let's go ahead and jump into Captive, Captive Prince. Prince by C.S. Picat. So, this is, I, I want to preface this with, I am not an e-reader. I read physical books, which Devil in Spring was a physical book because you found it at a bookstore in Seattle. Oh, I don't remember where I was. Yeah, I think you were I think you were up in Seattle and you're like, here's this thing. And you just handed it to me and like, we're reading this now. And I said, all right. Um, but now I think I'm going to start reading things on my phone (laughs) because one, there's a whole lot more to choose from. Uh And then also like, I got some looks when I was reading Devil in Spring. (laughs) So we'll see. Cause I, I read on public, on my commute every day. So people are like, Hmm, it doesn't help that my nails are painted. Sometimes there's a whole thing. (laughs) Anyway. So this, I read, uh, Captive Prince. I read on my, um, phone so it, i found it very interesting because i like to keep track of like the first time we see nudity with page numbers but with this it's like percentages so i'll just pipe in and be like this happened at this percent <laughs> you know it's fine anyway so 
the description of Captive Prince by C.S. Pacat. Damien is a warrior hero to his people and the rightful heir to the throne of Achielos. But when his half-brother seizes power, Damien is captured, stripped of his identity, and sent to serve the prince of an enemy nation as a pleasure slave. Beautiful, manipulative, and deadly, his new master, Prince Laurent, ep epitomizes the worst of the court at Vere. But in the lethal political web of the Veritian court, nothing is as it seems, and when Damon finds himself caught up in a play for the throne, he must work together with Laurent to survive and save his country. For Damien, there is just one rule. Never, ever reveal his true identity, because the one man Damon needs is the one man who has more reason to hate him than anyone else. Dot, dot, dot. Ugh. And honestly, so that's the yeah. whole book. Yeah, I mean, that sounds really exciting. But what happened? Um, yeah, uh, I would say, okay, I'm going to be, okay, I'm just going to be honest. Yeah. Um, dumb, dumb Prince Damien. <laughs> he's, he's a lovely human being, but he's a little, Mostly. he's thick. He's real he's, thick. Yeah, he had absolutely no idea that his brother was going to, because the dad just died. Right. He had no idea that his uh, brother Castor was gonna take over the throne. I just made a little uh, yeah. face because yeah, yeah, I mean yeah. sometimes these names. And Castor, he was like a bastard half brother. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course he's gonna, of course he's gonna take the throne. Yeah, what the what fuck? bastard half brother has not tried to take the throne? Obviously, obviously. Come on. So Damon. then, like as part of a peace, tr so then, so then back in his homeland, everybody thinks Damon's been killed. Yeah. And uh, but secretly, Damon's been sold off to. Uh, the mortal enemies of that particular country. Mm -hmm. and they have a, a, a tentative peace treaty, right? Like and thin ice peace yeah, treaty. Yeah, and the, the trading of they slaves. They just finished a war. And right. Blah, yeah, blah, and the blah, trading blah. of slaves was part of that peace treaty. Yeah. And they're like high class, high court slaves, mm -hmm. like sex pleasure slaves. And mm -hmm. in Vare, like sex slaves are the thing. Like they're sex slaves are real in right now. Right. Everybody has because one. In, in Vare, they aren't actual slaves. The sex. Well, the pets read their pets yeah but it's like it's it's not slavery and that the pets can choose to like go serve someone else or stop being a pet right whereas the Akielan slaves are straight up slaves right they're straight up slaves but no no I mean I feel like ugh, there was a whole discussion about which slaves were treated better and why and right. honest to god I was just like no everybody they're slaves <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to like I'm not going back and forth on like who's treated better in which country because right. honest to God, all slaves. Right. But obviously this is all to set up scenes where Damon's going to be chained up and people are going to have sex with him. Right. Which, okay. I, I feel like I need to preface this right away. There's uh -huh. very little sex in this book. There's like, it, I would say there's some sexy times like right off the bat mm -hmm. before he even gets to Vare. And yeah. I was like, okay, this bodes well for this book. Um, and then there's like a little bit later on and then nothing but court intrigue. Yeah. And I would say it's like way more, in some ways it's more, it's sexier in some ways because mm -hmm. it's a lot more withholding. So yeah. there's a lot of like teasing and yeah, yeah, almost yeah. like, like when he's taking a bath and the, the other slave is watching him and she's all naked too. And they're just yeah, like yeah, nipples yeah. rubbing up against each and other. he, of course, uh, the slave was picked because she was just his type. And I wrote the note. You'll forgive the alliteration. 
Damon bewitched by buxom blonde. Yeah, yeah, boring. Very much. Yeah, he like, like she's a big titted blonde lady. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. How how novel that he's into big titted blonde ladies. Yeah, but he's also into guys a little. Big. Yes, it's. I set mean, it feels up. like college guy. It's, college. It's into. set up that like, in apparent all these countries, like everyone just sleeps with whomever all the time which i think is great and like there was a point where damon's like yeah i've slept with guys but i like prefer sleeping with women and it's like sure you do you yeah but obviously since he's the pleasure slave of another guy like right we know it's gonna happen we know it's going to happen but it doesn't but it doesn't well and so okay. prince laurent after he came laurent like laurent. Laurent. obviously akielos is grace and Varys france yes right yeah so he comes in and he's Even like... those two places like never interacted with each uh, other until modern history, but that's fine. Right. Well, so he comes in and he's like, and they're like, here's your new pleasure slave. And he's like, I hate him because he's from that other place I hate. Yeah. And, and then he leaves. <laughs> and, our, and our guy Damon is like, that guy is real, real spoiled. Right. What a brat. <laughs> but... He's also blonde. Yeah, he's... He's just He's just type. type. But I mean, the and whole... he's described as having, like, a feminine beauty to yeah. him. And... and then our excessively muscled and beautiful uh, Damon is thrown into a room full of pillows and pretty scents. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> even though, like, every other chapter he's the, getting the hell beat out of him for one uh-huh. reason or another. Because he's a slave, and it's yeah. up somebody's butt to beat because him. Because he's also, and this kind of irks me, and not to say, like, oh, I would make better decisions if I were suddenly put into slavery. Uh, but there's, it always irks me when it's like, I'm proud, and I don't, I won't behave this way because I'm proud. And then you get the shit kicked out of you, yeah. and you're, like, surprised by it. It's like, no, surprised you know. Surprised every time. You know how this works. Just, like, cool it for a hot second. Yeah. Figure out what you're going to do. Which, it is established that that's not his character. Like, he's a very sort of spur-of-the-moment reactionary character. But still, it's just like, I don't need to hear about you getting beat up again. Yeah. Okay, so, just real quick, just sort of a summary of, like, plot-type things. So. No, 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 no. He's in, so he's he's made a slave. He <laughs> meets he meets his captor. They don't mm-hmm. get along. And obviously there's not a lot of sex going to happen right, right, because right. his captor's not happy with his arrangement either. But also nobody knows that he's the deposed prince. Nobody knows. And it is important. Because and they did, in, the prince was named Damien, Damiones, mm-hmm. something like that. Um, Damiones. And they changed his name to Damon. Yeah. It's the different guy. Oh my God. It's like. You'd figure it out. It's whatever. Anyway. What? And I actually kind of think Prince Laurent does know a oh, little bit. Probably. Yeah, because one, he's real smart. Everybody, he's so I need smart. you to know this, like right away, like first scene, even when he comes in as kind of like a bit little bitch. No, you can tell he's super smart. Everything, everything he does is very calculated. <laughs> it is, and it's like, like written well. Like yes. it's actually yeah, written yeah, in yeah. a way where I believe he's a calculated, interesting oh, human yeah, being. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That court intrigue. I mean, I'm a sucker for court intrigue. Oh yeah, there's court intrigue all over this. But thing. it's like well written court intrigue. Yeah. Okay, so. Uh, so there's all sorts of courty intrigue. Like he has to go to these games where there's pets and it's sort of an orgy, sort of a fight thing. Anyway, yeah, they, they, the pets fight and then whoever wins gets to fuck the other one. Yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. It doesn't end up happening. Nobody has sex yet. Um, and then there's, at one point, there's... No, they do. The first two. Yes, the first two, but the not first two our have guy. Sex. No, he's about to get raped. Right. And then 
by uh oh what's his name because uh, he the, pops up again yeah um govart yes who's an asshole who's horrible um but then damon like smashes his nose in or something and they're like oh no blood we can't have blood interrupting our sex fighting yeah, they were weird about it yeah it was like oh there'd be blood i mean during your sex fighting right <laughs> I, there's usually blood during my sex fighting. I mean, come on. Anyway, they were a little prissy about the whole You're thing. You're right. Oh, and anyway. it should be noted there's also ladies in this whole mix. And in Vare, yeah, yeah, yeah. you only have sex really with same sex. There's right. no, like... Like, you don't have sex with somebody of the opposite sex. Unless you're married to them. Unless you're married to them, and it's just to have the baby. Yeah, because accidental kids is, like, the worst thing ever. Right. As so the worst. everyone's pet is... Of the same gender, usually a lot younger. Oh my god, it's, it's way disturbing. Yeah, um, and the those two guards that he's like sort of friends with, who are in charge of him, like explain this whole thing to him, and it's basically like having a bastard kid is the fucking worst, which we've learned from Caster. Yeah, right. So they're on to something. I feel. although Damien's real weirded out by this whole thing. He's right. like, I mean, I'm into the same sex, but not like this. And it's like, but only come sometimes. on. Like, chill out, dude. You're a sex slave. It doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> chill out. You're a sex slave. Those are, that's a sentence you just said. It's a good sentence. I say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So court intrigue, he's got to find a way to get out. And, uh, it's not easy because he's blindfolded everywhere he has to go. And then right. when he's not blindfolded, he he's does try chained. to get out. And then he's chained. And then there's a whole cross and beaten at the cross situation. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then there's a garden party. Remember the garden party? The garden party. He got blown. That was a sexy scene. Okay. I mean, a little bit. A little bit because the guy blowing him was totally into it the guy blowing him was totally into it and uh, our prince laurent was the one giving instructions on how to make it better right right, right like right, and right. so it was like this hot sexy talk slash getting a blowjob uh, scene his name was like alcien or something oh it was yeah. somebody else's pet poor alcien he seemed oh yeah is he one from the original kingdom no, no that was some other um, kid. erasmus no, Alcien was one of the the Varetian pets who right. was like, I want to blow this guy because he's hot. And then everybody watched and Prince Laurent was like, yes, do it this way now. Mm-hmm. Do it this way now. Right. Because and- there's also the weird thing about, like, uh, there's this weird rumor going around that Prince Laurent is frigid. Right. Which is hilarious. Which is, yeah. Everybody <laughs> thinks it's super weird that their prince isn't fucking everybody. Right. But it seems... But then they also all want to fuck him. Right. It also though, seems real obvious he doesn't want to fuck anybody because he doesn't want anybody to have control over him mm-hmm. because somebody did have control over him when he was a child and right, he was right, molested. Right. And yeah. Also, we haven't mentioned that he... There's a regent. His uncle is regent. His right. uncle is running the country. Right. How old is Laurent the... again? I feel like he's like 20. <sighs> Something like that. Yeah. He's like of age, everybody. Just so you know, he's not like 16. Yeah. Every... Yeah. Although, there's... Yes. Say his name. Uh, well, okay. So it's... It sounds like... It's written Nikes. Right. But I think it needs to have the little it thing reminds on me it. Of so the it'd be Nisez. But it doesn't have the little... Is it like the salad? That's Niswaz. Oh, okay. So Niswaz. Um, and he's like, what, nine? Uh, maybe like 13. Oh, it's gross. 
And, That's but, a fresh salad. Oh. <laughs> and he is conniving. Oh yeah. Like except for the fact that he so was So Niswaz is a pet. Right. A, a one pet. of the one of the Varetian pets. And, well, he's a Varetian pet of some diplomat, but obviously of actually the regent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, surprise twist. Like nobody he just Nobody's shows up. By the way, nobody's surprised. Yeah. He should well, in the narrative, he shows up a Damon's surprised, but that's because Damon's it a was goddamn real idiot. Thick. <laughs> yeah, Nisais keeps showing up and is obviously like trying to get all up ons. And D- Damon sees a scene where it's like, oh, Nisais is trying to like seduce the regent. That's dumb of him. But then it turns out Nisais is the regent's pet. Yeah, totally. So, like... and the regent's like, I don't know, 60. Nisais is like 13. Yeah, well, it's and, great. And is getting old. And he's he's, he's aging region. out of the region's taste. Ooh. The region likes a salad. Friend. And of course, the person who tells uh, tells Damien this is Laurent. Mm-hmm. So obviously, my mind is like, oh, because he knows firsthand. That's what, oh yeah yeah yeah. That's yeah, what yeah, my, yeah. I was like, it's definitely implied that Laurent was molested by his uncle at a young age. Yeah, absolutely. Probably younger than thirteen. Right. Oh, Ooh. and I know, and it's so heartbreaking. And Damon, this whole time, is like, "What's going on with this I, guy? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know contextual clues." <laughs> Everyone's dumb, so I'm just not going to pay attention. <laughs> I just want to get out. I just want to Me- get out. Meanwhile, Laurent and the Regent are obviously using him to try and like one up each other. Right. Because surprise, surprise, the Regent is trying to kill Laurent to take the throne. Yeah. Is everyone surprised? Uh, Raise your hand if you're surprised. Mm, there are no hands raised. No hands are up. No hands, no are, hands up. are up. Not a single one. So Damon is up a pawn in the court intrigue and still doesn't pay attention. Nope. He's just like, well, yeah. But he does finally catch on a little bit. Mm-hmm. So there's a whole plot to try. To, and I'm not going to explain the plot because honest to God, it got way confusing as who was killing who, when and why. But there was a whole plot. Uh, Damon goes into Laurent's room, and then mm-hmm. oh yeah, that yeah, and then the guys oh, come in to try God, to kill was... everybody. Yes, yes, yes. But there's something they they didn't expect something to happen, and they were going to try to pin it on Damon, and but Laurent and Damon kill all the guys because yes. they're badasses. Yeah, it's assassins who are meant to look like Achillens, which right. is Damon's home country. Who expected Laurent to be alone, but Damon happened to be in his chambers that evening. And right. they were going to, like, kill Laurent to leave uh, an Achaelian dagger so that they can blame the Achaelians so they can go to war. Because Vare got the raw end of the deal in the peace treaty. They right. had the... Laurent's older brother and father were both killed in battle. By so, Damon, by the way. By Damon. By Damon, but they don't... They don't know mm-hmm. that. Damon knows that, though, and he's, Damon like, real weirded that. out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, like, the one thing he's up above. Christine's <laughs> face right now. She's like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, so they were looking for an excuse to go to war to get out of this round of the peace treaty. But then Damon was there. They killed the assassins. Right. So then Lauren tries to help Damon get out. Like, he puts him in clothes and tells him, run, run away, my friend. Be Except free. not my friend. He's, like, bitchy about it. Right. But in that super smart way that's kind of hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so he, and then he runs and he just gets caught right away. Like, it was a dumb right scene. Away. Honestly, it was a dumb scene. It was like, why did you even have this? No, it, because uh, he runs into Govart. Oh, that's right. Who's just coming out of the brothel. <laughs> And then Govart's real mad because Damon didn't let him rape him. Uh-huh. So obviously you're going to be mad at that person. Yep. And then he turns him back in. Yep. Also his nose got broken. So oh, yeah. That's right. So then, um, but then there's, 
But then, so Vare is going to go to war with Achilles, uh-huh. and um, and obviously Laurent is going to lead the charge. And Damon's mm-hmm. like, "But you shouldn't, dude. They're just going to try to kill you. That this is just you." And yeah. he's like, "Yeah, duh." But you kind of put me in this position, you jerk. And he's like, oh, I did. You are smarter than me. And, and Laura's the, like, yeah, I am. The, the whole time, Damon's piecing these things together. And he's like, oh, there's a plot to kill the prince. And he tells the Ron's like, no fucking duh. I'm the prince. My rapist uncle is trying to take over the... Th- like, this is not news to me. I'm smart, remember? Yeah, and all of this is from Damon's uh. point of view. So... It's like the light bulbs literally go off, and he's like, oh, and I'm like, you bitch. Like, I'm Dumb idiot. so annoyed with you. I don't care how hot this book tries to describe you. Nope. I and, was surprised it didn't describe his genitals at all. Well, they didn't have really sex sex. Like, it was just a blowjob. Yeah. Well, he got a handy and then a blowy. Yeah. Well, it's all from his point of view, though. So, like, I feel I like guess. it's weird to describe your own penis. No, not for guys, it's not. Okay, fair. <laughs> well, a woman wrote the book. Oh, that's very true. So I don't really know what's anyway. up. Anyway, so they end up going to the front lines together. Um, they're going to share a tent, and then that's the end of the and book. And that's the end of the book. That's the end of book one. There's a sequel. Uh, there's uh, This is a trilogy. Yes. So I, I will admit that uh, the cliffhanger, I was like, <gasps> I was a little intrigued. Also, there were several words in this book that I had to look up in a dictionary. Oh. So I was impressed. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I agree. Like, on the whole, I think between the two books, I I feel like one was a more traditional romance, mm-hmm. and this one was uh, was actually better written in a right. lot of ways. It also had a world map and a dramatis personae, yes. which I'm a sucker for, both those <laughs> things. So. so those two books. Anyway, yeah. so let's play Fuck Mary Kill. Fuck Mary Kill. Fuck Mary Kill. Um you have such a sultry voice. I go first, you go first. Yeah, go ahead. I'm Okay, yeah. so Fuck Mary Kill. Gabriel. Uh-huh. Lord Saint Gabriel, Lord Saint Gabriel, Labriel, Gord Labriel. Uh-huh. Um Damien. Uh-huh. Damon or Laurent. Uh, okay. Um Probably kill Damon. Because he's a dumb dumb. So dumb. So dumb. <laughs> I I like Laurent better, but I worry that being married to him would put my life in danger constantly. Uh-huh. Um, but I also don't know if I want to fuck him because it seems like he would be really disturbing in bed. Um... But I guess I don't have to do one. So I'll kill Damon, fuck Laurent, and marry Lord Gabriel, Lord St. Vincent. Wow. Yeah, because all that land. All that land. Yeah. yeah, he is real rich in English. Yeah. Um, I would have to say I would also kill Damon. Yeah. Um, I think I would fuck Gabriel. Uh-huh. That's fair. But I'm not into, again, I think we've covered the possessiveness problem. Yeah, which... Yeah. Which, and it's funny because I say that and then I'm going to marry the slaveholder. <laughs> <laughs> but the slave, he didn't ask for a slave. It was a gift. No, but I mean, come it, on. He, he, the human being was a gift. <laughs> and I'm going to have to say, if you are consensually a part of a society that participates in slavery, it doesn't really matter anymore. Right, right, right. You are a member of that society. Right. Especially if you're part of the ruling class. Right. And also, you- also being married to him 
would probably be a little bit. Di- oh, you'd be part of his machinations. All yeah, the time, but he's though. so smart. He's he is he's smart. So smart. No, I get why you would be super attracted <laughs> to him. I just worry that I would constantly be poisoned. I I think so too. But I think but once you're, you're that in on his is that inner, one of your things? No, but I think once you're in, Claire on, likes to get poisoned. Uh, Take notes, bit. guys. But I think once you're in on his personal, like in his like personal circle, uh-huh. like it, like that's got to be tight. That's got to be sure, great. sure, 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 sure. Okay. Anyway, your turn. Okay. Um, so, fuck, Mary kill, Nisei's, uh-huh. who again is the conniving pet, uh-huh. Mrs. Black, <laughs> who is Gabriel's mistress, or Joe Cost, whom we didn't even talk about, who helped Castor overthrow Damon. Right. So she was like a cunty courtier. Oh, Yes. So bitches is what I'm going for. Uh-huh. Oh, they are all bitches. Yeah. Okay, I'm I'm sorry. I'm going to kill Nisei's right off because Fair. I just can't do that. Right. He's 13. So it's you, real you, gross. It'd be gross to like fuck or marry him, but it's fine to kill him? Yeah. No, I sure. think it's better for everybody. Murder the child. That's yeah. okay. No, I mean, honestly, I think everybody's okay. With- He's a terror. <laughs> he, he, He's not a good person. He probably murdered people too. He has probably had some things in his past. No, for sure. But he's also a monster. Um and then I think I would probably I'd probably fuck Mrs. Black. Yeah. I mean her poor life, that's all anybody's doing. Right. But... Also, if you get married to her, she'll have an affair. Oh my god, and she just seems whiny. She's yeah, also they were American, right? Yeah. Yeah. She was like the the obnoxious American that yeah. was going around ruining the British people's lives. Yeah, so but I'd have sex. Sorry, with her. Britain. Um, That's fair. Right, so then I guess... Because we learned uh, Gabriel had certain appetites that Mrs. Black fulfilled, which of course turned out to be some real vanilla shit. Yeah, he just likes to, what, slap a little? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just a little. Yeah. Not even butt stuff. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which is very important for me to have butt stuff. No, no, no. I'm going to have to say whenever it's like gay, it's... It's consensual loving sex between two people. Mm-hmm. When it's uh, in a straight book, it definitely seems like we should call it butt stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. No, I mean, whatever. But no, it's very vanilla whatever yeah, yeah, his yeah. likes were. But I, I so I'm going to marry Jocast. Also, because I think like when she's once she's loyal, loyal to you, you're mm. probably in. Yeah, I doubt that. Well, it's fine. Then I'll die happy. That's she fair. seems real rich. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> she she is well off. Yeah. That sounds great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll make that okay. happen. Okay, great. Um, let's go ahead and let's just do the books now. Would okay. you fuck, marry, kill Devil in Spring? I'd fuck it. Yeah? It, um, it was, uh, it was more enjoyable than I was expecting. Like, it, in that it was sharper and sort of more tongue-in-cheek than I was expecting, which I appreciate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate things that don't take themselves, like pieces of art that don't take themselves too seriously. Mm-hmm. So the fact that it's sort of like, you know, and the the blancmange recipe, like food is a good way into my pants. So yeah. I'd, I'd fuck Devil in Spring. Yeah. What about you? Um, I think, yeah, I'd fuck Devil in Spring. I actually did enjoy... Reading it. I had mm-hmm. a good time. Like, um, I think it wasn't my favorite, like, romance novel mm-hmm. that I've ever read. But, you know, I would throw it out of bed for eating crackers, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my favorite phrases. I know. I love it. So, um, it was fine. Yeah. Um, I wanted to say, like, so this was uh, printed by 
Avon books. Uh-huh. And I totally thought it was part of like Avon beauty products. Yeah. But it's not. It's a HarperCollins imprint. Interesting. And, but it's spelled the same. Uh, yeah. But it was started way long time ago and it used to publish comic books. Um, oh. And for anybody interested, Lisa Claypass is an established author and she has lots and lots and lots of books. Many yeah. of them have been on the New York Times bestseller list and she's easy to find. Yeah, out. I feel like this book is part nine of a 37 yeah. part collection of stories about all these different people in yeah. the same world. Oh, I think it is. Where um, everybody's a lord and a lady or a doctor or an American. Right. Well, the next book's coming out in 2018. It's the okay. next book in the Hello... Or no, in the Ravenel's thing, and it's Hello Stranger. Oh, it's probably Cassandra. No, I'm still thinking it's going to be the Doctor in the... Yeah, but he's not landed gentry. Anyway. Anyway. Um, but what about... Uh, Captive, Captive Prince. Prince. I'd fuck it, probably feel guilty about it after. Like, reflect and be like, that was a poor choice, but I'm so glad I did it kind of thing. Yeah. I, I actually, at the end, I was like, oh, but what's going to happen? Like, the bit, like, I actually kind of care what happens at the at the front lines, at the border. So. Well, and I am, like, interested in these two guys getting together. Right. I mean. I, I want some I want some butt stuff. <laughs> I mean, once these two kids finally get it on, it's going to be kind of magical. Yeah. It's what yeah, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. No, I feel the same. I'd also fuck this book. I don't think I'd marry it. Yeah. I don't want to kill it. Ooh, two doms having sex, like struggling to be in oh, charge. Lo- Lauren's totally in charge. No, I know. <laughs> no, I know, but like, because no, Damon that... is like physically yeah. more imposing. Well, they're always going to have the fight sex scene. Yeah. They're always going to do that. All their sex is going to be fight sex. Well, some of them. There's going to be one where it's crawling into bed, snuggly sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they're they're injured and it's raining. Ooh. Well, that's going to be sexy. If only I'd thought to write this book. (laughs) Um, And anyway, this one was uh, published by Berkeley Books, which is an imprint of Penguin Books. Um, Actually started by guys from Avon. Like, they moved from Avon Books to... And then founded Berkeley. And that's our theme. I know, it's funny, isn't it? Accidental theme. Berkeley Books, before it was bought up by Penguin, published Hunt for Red October by Tom Clancy. What? Yes, I know. I told you this part would be interesting. This is crazy. I told you this part would be interesting. We care about submarines and gay princes. Well, they don't care about submarines as much anymore. That's fair. Um, Submarines don't sell as well as gay princes, Well, sure. (laughs) It's all about going down. Um... (laughs) Boo. Oh, boo, you. You um, Penguin Books, when they bought it, uh, then it became more genre fiction stuff. Okay. Um, okay. And this particular book started out much the way E.L. James' book did, where it was sort mm-hmm. of a viral online success. Uh-huh. Um, and then it was picked up. Nice. Yeah. Great. Um, um, so, I guess to finish up, between all the characters in these books, who would you fuck, who would you marry, and who would you kill? Oh, between all the characters. Yeah. I really like the detective, Ethan Ransom. That's, <laughs> I love that his name is Ethan Ransom. Anyway, I think I'd totally marry him. No, that's fair. Um, I think when it comes down to it, I'd probably fuck Laurent because that's going to be like a, yeah. like a smart, conniving, slash, emo fuck session. Yep. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It would be so emo. It would. Um, and then I think I would... I'm going to kill Damon. I'm going to kill That's him. That's fair. He's so dumb. That's fair. That's fair. 
Um, I would fuck Gabriel mm-hmm. because he's ginger and has a cricket bat between his legs. Uh-huh. Um, I'd marry his sister Penelope oh. because uh, she has the money. She has the land. Like, she has the connections. But she is sassy as fuck. Yep. And I love that about her. Like, she's the best. Um, and I would kill Govart because he's a goddamn douche and I hate him. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds fair. Yeah. That sounds fair. Yeah. So you picked the books for next time. I did pick the books for next time. So real quick, tell us what they are. They... Tease us. Tease um, us. Oh, oh. So one is Tiger Boss by Alexis Taylor. (laughs) Oh, oh, what? And the other is Lumberjack Boss. (laughs) (laughs) What? Lumberjack Boss. Um, so wait. But no, by Tabitha Kiss. No. Guess what the theme is. Uh, is it bosses? It's bosses. <laughs> also, Tabitha Kiss, you have a great name. Oh. I'm proud of you for that one. Good job. Get it, girl. Get it, girl. All right. So that's it for our first episode. That's it. Good job. Good job. Good job. We congratulate ourselves, and you should congratulate yourselves, too. Everybody should congratulate everybody. Uh, just as we're leaving, we want to thank the authors very much. We know that um, we do make fun of them here, but we know that they put their heart and souls into yes. these books, and we yes. appreciate that they've done that hard work. Yes. And I... I mean, like, yeah, we made fun of them, but they were both enjoyable books. Yes. No, we had a great time. So... Um, and we also want to thank you for listening. Thank you so much. Thank you, listeners. And we want to thank uh, Christine McClintock, who is our engineer. Thanks, Christine. And um, thank this beautiful day. Thank you, Neil. Thank you, Claire. Goodbye. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>